I wonder how it sounds when I shove this mic up your ass. I wouldn't know because most of the time your levels are not there. And then I crank you and then it's it's that. I'm getting all I get all kinds of background noise. So I don't like cranking you too much. Listen. I'm almost listen, 45. Listen, listen. I'm almost 45, 150 pounds overweight, and I smoke a pack a day. What's your excuse? I I'm not breathing. I know how to. I know how to work a mic. I can. I, I'm older than you, fucker, and I could still move back and forth in my seat and get into the mic when I need to. Well, to his defense, back away. When to I his need defense, to. last time he really sat back in the seat back. I know. Here, I know. He him moving back. And, yeah. Him. Him. Him moving back and forth is almost like a sit up, right? Well, no, he's just not sure, if, you know, if that back motion, if the chair is going to support the back. Well, motion. This I is have true. trauma of leaning back on chairs here. Yeah. Ah. This is Anthony Spey, artist on DC Comics, New Year's Evil and Crimes of Passion, as well as Lady Death and Zenoscope Comics. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. I am joined by the boys are back. Dave the Mad Hatter, who's I don't know, got that look. Give him the beady eyed look. Why? And you're stealing well, a Ferrari later. The podcast even started. Spent the last ten minutes berating the guy <laughs> before we even get into the reviews. No, it wasn't berating. But that was, that it was, was all, his. It was his breathing methods. That was all off air, though. So he needs to be a professional and fucking man up. The on air lights on. Show there. must go on. Co- cosplaying camera. You know those guys in Kiss can't stand each other, but the show must go on. Well, yeah. Rolling you, Stones. Those guys have, never have, see each have other. Have you ever heard an interview with Gene Simmons? Five minutes in a room with him, I'd want to punch him in the face, too. Jimmy Kimmel, nearly alive, and... Joshy Nugs. Josh, no, <laughs> Joshy Nugs. Sure. That was from last week. I guess. Yeah. No, you don't have to guess. We're letting you know. We're letting you know. So uh, we're going to... Uh, what was it? Still, It was September 30th for these books, right? October was yes. Thursday? Yes. Okay. A fifth week. Fifth week. Was it? Barely. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty heavy, too. It was a decent amount of books. No more than or less for me. Yeah. It was about the same for me. Um, But, uh, yeah, I had some big, big books that came out this week. So, uh, one, one of the books that we're going to talk about that we've been kind of looking forward to for a while, many, 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 many months. Uh, Immortal Hulk, the threshing place written by uh, Jeff Lemire and art was Delamundo, right? Yes. Yes. Um, this, this was this great. Is one shot. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So what it is, is uh, the cr- a creative team. Cause the, other one was what the hell? Oh, I, I, I'm blank. It's so long ago. I don't know. It was before the COVID. Um, um, but they they have a creative team that gets to play in the Immortal was it Hulk. Peter, David, and Keon? No, no, no. That was no. The, no you're thinking that of was the last uh, call. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking. Yeah, last call and All now right. Maestro. But uh, um, it was uh. Shit, I forget who God it was. God damn it! Um, but anyway, um, no, this is it's a it's a one shot into this, and yeah, this could go on because this was really good. Yeah, I really like this. Um, me and Jimmy had talked about this on the way down. Uh, Get into your mic more. More? Yeah, that's good. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jimmy were talking about this on the way down, and uh, I had said Lemire really captured the essence of what. Ewing was trying to do with the Immortal Hulk character. And the artist in this, Del Mundo, has captured that horrific 
Bennett transformation. Uh, what... Oh, he had his own spin on it where it was yeah, like where it was like a... less body horror and just full blown like abstract. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, but even nuts. some of the Lemire humor is when he's got that that sheriff guy and he's eating that giant popcorn. Well, he's the he's a popcorn, the, the, the fat... but he's like, but it's low fat. Yeah, he's <laughs> a, fat a giant guy, low bucket. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, popcorn. Tom Taylor. It was with great responsibility. That's right. Oh the yeah, Spider-Man yeah. crossover. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like how Del Mundo likes to draw his protruding brows. They almost become separate appendages. Like on, on the page mm-hmm. where the mutant girl shows up, his brow is like full mast. <laughs> so, but, and the girls, she's a missing girl, but um, she they were near the gamma. Well, they're trying to grow experiments, right? giant fruit with gamma. With gamma. Yeah. And the girl... And... W- w- lives with her dad on a farm that's right next to the factory and she i think wandered she gets into ex- it and gets exposed exposed to it and she then experimented on out basically yeah um so he he shows up to investigate and you know he, he finds the girl but she's transformed into a hulk like monstrosity but he's able to suck the gamma out of her but then you know he kills everybody he finds at that factory but tells her dad like listen she just because she's cured now doesn't mean that this is over for her. right for her yeah 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 you got to take her away so and he's yeah, like oh so awesome. she's gonna be like you and he's like no because she's not alone because she has her dad so. no she has you yeah. well yeah. yeah but um i thought this is really good yeah this, well, this, is my was, week. this was excellent uh this actually made it a little tough this week that is the department of truth it could be giant size x-men no it's the department of truth Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Uh, Marvel's number five. Marvel's X. Marvel's X, sorry. <laughs> number five, asshole. <laughs> That's the title of the book, fuck nuts. <laughs> anyway. A um, lot goes on. Huh? A lot goes on in this one. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I didn't like this as much as the last four. I think I, I'm going to agree like the, with you. The whole interaction between the heroes that are left over was just. <sighs> well, you have Reed that's now they got the kid and he's and they're they're jokes. trying to they're running tests yeah, on him and it's... trying to figure out if he can cure him. And then, and then, then you got Beast pulling. You tried this before and you couldn't cure me. What makes you think? You and, and Beast uh, was um, like. Maybe you know, you maybe you do should it. be doing this. This could yeah. be nature's way of, you know, correcting itself or something. I don't know. And, I know. just, I was not into this one as much as I was the last. Um, no, I, I agree, and it could be, it could be just the time away. I don't know. But the, uh, the others are coming after them in their headquarters, and yep. uh, the defense, which is the heroes that are there, are, I guess, we're going to be in a big fight at the end. I guess. So. All righty. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Giant size X-Men. Number one. Actually, a you're. A tribute to Ween and Cochran. I th- yeah, because the tribute to Ween and Cochran is, uh, I think that's the title. But uh, yeah. so explain the premise of so this. The premise of this is every page gets a different uh, art team and they <clears throat> stick with. Ween's original script from the original Giant Size X-Men from 60... No? It's like 74, I think. 74? Yeah. This was excellent. I mean, one, if you haven't reread that story, that's a pretty decent story, you know, to set up kind of the X-Men that we know now. Well, this is this is the debut well, of this, the... Yeah, this is the debut of the Wolverine. The new... Yeah. Well, the Jack new X-Men. The new yeah, X Men, yeah, because yeah. then this one which goes into ninety four, which just was heavily covered in the uh, Grand Design book. I think that was almost half a book was just this book, right? Um, it was just awesome seeing every different artist team do an interpretation of it. Um, it's worth it. And I, I took a look at at a Giants at one of the facsimiles of the Giant size, and the that they just they didn't copy the pages. No, they like they, they reimagined. Them, they yeah. re they redid them. Like and it was their some part of, them, of the script. Yep, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, some of them are definitely different. Yeah, which, which I did, is really I, awesome. I did the same thing. I pulled up on my tablet a copy of the original, and I'm going through it. I'm like, wow, you know, some of them are pretty close, but for the most part, it's kind of, if they got this part of the script, okay, it says this, it says this, it says that, this is what they would do with it. Yeah, it it, it is an awesome way and awesome excuse and reason to reread Giant Size X-Men. Instead of facsimiles, I think the facsimiles are cool. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see more important books get this treatment. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be down with that. I think I think that's a good idea. I think, you know, it's a good way to be sort of creative and even though it's a remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um probably because it wasn't an original story uh this is my runner-up for pick of the week uh marvel pick of the week though hi i'm josh hi josh, hi, josh. avengers 36 um this is dealing with the moon knight stuff i kind of kind of saw yeah with Konshu trying to kill um mephisto um, and Konshu apparently wait was it Konshu? no it was moon knight he apparently was on the moon and talked to Oatu, uh about how you know he's praying to the wrong god um and then uh Khonshu ends up fighting black panther and uh black panther is able to kind of fend off mjolnir because the black panther from 1 million bc wielded mjolnir so it's kind of in his blood that he didn't ho- this black panther didn't hold it but he's able to basically like shrug it off um, and Moon Knight eventually shows up to keep fighting with Black Panther, and he's losing the fight to Black Panther to the point where Black Panther's like, he realizes that uh, Khonshu's hypnotized Mark into thinking that Black Panther is Mephisto this whole, whole time, but then it's revealed that he knew it was Black Panther, and he just wanted him to kick the shit out of him, because in order, I guess, to summon the Phoenix to him, he needs to be punished. So he... Even after Black Panther's like, I'm not going to fight you anymore, Mark starts beating the shit out of himself and then gets, you know, possessed by the Phoenix at the end of the book. Um, there's a part in here where uh, where Kanshi goes after the Star Brand child and, and there's, like, some Tony Stark and uh, uh, Carol Danvers stuff, but who gives a fuck? I hate that, that baby is just, it's just, it's stupid. I don't, I don't like the Star Brand baby doesn't do anything yet. Cool, so... I'm sure it will, but uh, anyway, Mark Spector's now possessed by the Phoenix. Is the, it was a big reveal at the end. This was pretty good. It wasn't great, but it was okay. All righty. Dave, we had a Donny Cates book this week. Fantastic Four 24's backup story <laughs> is the Donny Cates uh, uh, Fortnite story, right? That's mm-hmm. It's them going into Fortnite. So is this mm-hmm. the digital thing that yes. came out a couple weeks ago? Um, I'm thinking it's only in in here yes. so so is this then going into the game yes and that's what it's going so it's a prelude to the game yep so for some reason i read fantastic Four Twenty Four. the first part was slot because every now and again you know you just need to punish yourself for you know because you did something wrong trying to summon the phoenix force uh so evidently after empire has happened um Ben and Alicia have now adopted two of the uh, like scroll kids and are one Cree and one scroll and and they're they're getting ready to do this dinner thing. Franklin is on Krakoa because there's a portal nearby, so he just kind of darts out and goes back and forth to uh, Krakoa without um you know, yeah, I guess that, the that, parents knowing that's how the Fantastic Four and I, versus X Men ended. Yeah. So. Are you done? So then, because none of this is making Iceman cast. So I'm officially, makes I'm, I'm, it I'm, back. I'm officially done with this review. So this is where I edited in the little Iceman brings Franklin back. Editor, fuck you, Paul. And we're on to Strange Marvel's- Academy number three. Um, this was my pick of the week. So. 
<laughs> oh, Strange Academy is your pick of the week. Good pick. It was a decent read. No, I, read, I, so, I can't um, read that. I, I can't get into it. Really? Yeah, I, I don't like it. I can't get read. into it. I couldn't I get into it either. I can't get into it. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. It, it yeah. gives me um, Middle West vibes all over the place. We get to see the kids outside of school. This yeah. Um, and there's something hinky going on. Well, uh, Doyle, Darmamu's son, uh, they go to a fortune teller kind of as a gag. And here she really has powers and she shows him his future, which is basically him destroying the academy, destroying the academy and killing every all of his friends. And it really freaks him out. Uh, but then they come together as a team as these kind of drunken. No, they're picking on the fat kid and the other uh, as guardian. And is it Bill? Yeah. Instead of fucking him up, like, hold on. And the one girl who has uh, tapped into her third eye projects so, the vi- the images to these guys and just freaks them the fuck out. They, they, they're able to they, they have come to an agreement that they can use the eye of Agamotto to. A certain extent while they're in the academy and learning. I think that's what's granting them the third eye powers. And she's the only one that can do it. Well, they're learning how to do it, yeah. Right. So, she actually does this at the beginning of the book and sees the uh, interdimensional leeches or whatever. parasites or whatever Stephen calls them. So, she shows them to these guys that are beating up the crap out of the, these kids and they, like, freak out and run away. But I guess we're seeing some of the big bad show up now. Yeah, so uh, they, they see them... The power that they have, and they go, okay, they're kind of untapped potential. And we're so. going to feed on them. So, yeah, it was good. Um, like I said, this is going to be, because you're setting up all these new characters, uh, what I like with this is they're not getting right in, they're not trying to force established characters into the script to try to... Right, and they're, they're almost like a sidebar, like you see the ancient one in yeah. this one as, a, as an instructor. Who's cool, because he kind of reminds you of uh, uh, Master Yoshi from uh, Dragon Ball. He's got like a t-shirt and shorts and sandals on yeah but this was really good roshi, it's roshi roshi sorry yeah yoshi's yoshi the is from super mario brothers is yeah. mario yeah uh marvel zombies resurrection number two so in this one we uh start out with a nightmare of peters and the fantastic four is showing up in this dream and taking the kids back and sue takes a big chunk out of franklin's neck uh, but it is revealed that that's a dream. He wakes up on the Nanny Sentinel, and they're flying around with Blade, and Blade's like all nonchalant because he doesn't give a shit. You know, he don't care if the humans survive. He's just looking to kill undead. Uh, the biggest problem that I had with this, when did Blade start using the term mate? I didn't know because all of a sudden now he's English in this. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that kind of threw me off a little bit, but there, uh, there's um, the robotics that the the humans employed at the end to fight him. Well, he is English, isn't he? Blade, uh, no. Yeah. Is he? He might I, be. I didn't think he was. It's been I'm a while. Sure he is. Is he? Yeah. I don't know that he's ever spoken with an English accent in any of the non-comic book media but yeah i'm pretty sure he's in the book he might be he's yeah it would make sense yeah Yeah. but uh and it's this place is being run by the phalanx don't do that either dave i didn't do that you're getting too far into the mic now i didn't do that um born in great britain in a soho brothel there you go there you go um see i always thought soho was in new york but uh, yeah, it's it's still a decent read. It, I enjoyed it. I don't think he's as British British as like John Constantine is, but um. Oh, they end up in Atlantis on this, yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna see Namor, yeah, coming up. Yep. Alrighty, any more Marvel? All done with Marvel. Okay, we're on to DC oh, did, for did this. Did no one, one do Savage Avengers? I would have gotten to it if I had more time. Uh, okay, but, uh, no. I did not. And Shang Chi. No one did Shang Chi. Didn't get to that one. either. I, I got like three. Oh. Pa- I got like three pages That's in. Right, and I, I think I, just I forgot to grab that one. I don't care. 
Okay. Right, on to DC then. On to DC. Um. Uh, Batman. Joker, Joker Warzone. Warzone. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um. Some were okay. Some were better than others. Some. What'd you think of the stupid. John Ridley one? Uh, which one was that? The first one. So did I miss second where the, one? Did I miss where they apparently reintroduced Tim? Fox. <laughs> yeah, he's not reintroduced. I mean, they talk about him. He's going to be. Yeah. Who, Luke yeah. Fox? No, no, Tim Fox. Tim. Oh. Luke. Unless, I mean, they're not. They're stuff. not trying to say the one in that bat suit was him. That was supposed to be Luke, right? Yeah, that's clearly Luke. I like the first story where the Joker's just like fucking with Bane. Yeah, like you fucked up. You did the one thing that could have hurt Batman the most, and you yep. you fucked up. You made it. You you wasted it. You wasted Alfred's death. Um. And just completely kind of humiliates him. Uh, the second story, I don't really care. Uh, nothing really happened in it. <laughs> um, well, this is going to be the big one because this is leading into uh, John Ridley's doing what? A six-part mini. Yeah, he, he's mean, doing his own mini. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I'll read that. This just felt like it had no substance in it. Where Luke Fox is going to be Batman? In that yeah. One. Yeah. Um, the henchmaster one with uh, orphan and um, yeah. spoiler that was also dumb. Yeah, I didn't care for that Mainly one because they're they trying should... to find the the bat signal or uh, or get like a yeah. fix was, a bat signal and then was... they become the and, bat and, signal. And, and mainly the fact that they struggle at all with him is fucking insulting. Yeah, uh, I like the Ivy one. I like that she's becoming ruthless again rather than just being kind of like this yeah. blase character that's just like, oh, if you need plant stuff. Don't step on a salad too hard or whatever. I, um, I like the Queen Ivy stuff. Yeah, I, I think that could kill everybody. Places. Even when like she found the girl that was kind of reminded her of Harley, she still kills her at the end. Um, and then we end with a clown hunter story. And the clown hunter one was great because it was I clown hunter. I fucking love this character. This was great. I want more of this fucking guy. I think we're going to get more Are of you him. thinking clown hunter is the best thing to come out of Joker War? Oh, by far. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Aside from the art in the last issue, which made it my pick of the week. Because that was amazing. But, uh, yeah, I want, gonna hit him. I want more clowns. I'm, I'm really going to hit him. <laughs> um, Batman was his pick of the week last week. No, two weeks ago. Dave two was weeks. here for that. Oh. You fucking senile bastard. Okay. What else? Death metal. Multiverse versus end. end. This was, this was I, I like this a lot. Uh, because, oh, of course. Because of Owlman. Oh. Of course you fucking do. Owlman is... He basically... Who wrote this? Williamson? No, this is Tynan. Owlman like... Uh, this is Tynan. Tynan. Okay, Tynan. Yeah. Yes. He basically says that the Batman who laughs usurped his position as the antithesis yep. to Batman. Right. He, right. Is the, he is supposed to be the original dark mirror of Batman, and he's trying to decide whether or not to help. There's basically six universes left that Perpetua hasn't destroyed yet. And in order to... To prevent her from destroying them, the rest of the heroes need to destroy zero? the tuning forks. Um, right. Earth, and Earth Zero? Yeah. Yeah. Jon Stewart is is trying to convince Owlman to help them because if they lose, he also loses. And he says, well, what's going to stop me from just siding with Perpetua? And then John goes in this, he basically does a shitload of exposition. But, but here's the thing. Before that, he already says, like, but if she takes over, there's going to be no prime ministers for me to bribe, so my life's going to suck anyways. Right. Yeah. Still, though, when he gives him all this exposition, Alman realizes that he's always come back. He realizes that he's died like three or four times now, but he always comes back. No, doesn't John? I thought John told him that. Well, yeah, he finds this out from John Stewart. Yeah. So, in the end, Alman decides to help them by sacrificing himself because he knows he's going to come back. And his reasoning is that I'm a good idea. All these evil Batman are stupid ideas. Even the baby Batman. That's it's, why it's, it's, his pick of the it's week. stupid yes. okay. as fuck. Okay, I'm like. I'm trying to figure out what part of this really clicked with but Josh. But he's not wrong. He's not. I did enjoy that part of <laughs> like, it. With the part where Alman's just like, this is all bullshit. I'm a good idea. All this is a stupid idea. So in the end, I'm going to come back and this will never be referenced again. And I thought that was hilarious. I needed that one thread that made it good for him. I was trying I, to I figure thought that it out. Was that hilarious. was it. Yeah. Um, and that was purely Alman. So I look forward to seeing Alman again. Uh, I like the Captain Carrot stuff too a little bit. Um, if I was an editor at DC... I'll just like never bring him back. 
like the ultimate sacrifice. Like he stays dead. He's uh, the next. He's the next Ben Parker. How great would that be? It, it felt. It just felt like Tynan was giving a big middle finger to to Scott Snyder. Like, look at all your stupid shit. I, this is a I good idea. Of... It was, but it was fun. I I I, I like this because of that. It was. There were parts where it's like, oh my god, there's a r- rainbow lantern core of ba- evil Batman led by a baby Batman. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But the Captain fact- Carrot. Well, Captain Carrot's Carrot, been in there for a while. Like that's yeah, not a new a, thing. He's a DC yeah, character. Since, yeah, but Morrison's multiversity stuff. But before I think that, probably before prior that, to that, 70s. he's from the Zoo Crew. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but again, that mixing with like it just was fucking stupid. Um, yeah, not my pick of the week though. Huh? my pick of the week is Batman Superman Annual Number One. This was basically. It starts off with there's these kids fighting over who would win between Batman and Superman. And then you find out that they are little kid imps from the fifth dimension. So so is this you and Joe arguing? It's, it's <laughs> Mr. Mixopidilic and Batmite arguing over who would win in a fight. So they're like, all right, well, then let's fucking settle it because we can actually set this setting up. And it, they, it, it's, it was a lot of fun. There's a point where it starts out with Superman... There's a universal constant that makes Superman kill everyone that gets near him. Not, like, willingly. It's just they deteriorate. And it drives Batman crazy in their first scenario. And Batman wants to kill Superman. And he ends up having a contingency plan to turn the sun into a red sun. And then it's interrupted by the the imps. And they're like, well, hang on. This isn't fair. You made Batman a bad guy. So let's change it up. And uh, Superman's then the bad guy because he's mad about the red sun. And Batman's trying to stop him. And they get to the Bat Cave, and he's like, "All right, activate uh, protocol anti Boy Scout." And they're like, "Well, hang on a second. This is home turf advantage." And so they teleport them to the to the uh, Fortress of Solitude, and and Batman's like, "All right, Fortress of Solitude, activate anti Boy Scout measures." <laughs> and and Superman's like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then uh, it like they like zap him and stuff. It it was a lot. It was a big pissing contest between the the Batmites, but they end up getting turned into action figures. And then the action figures of Batman and Superman are like, well, this doesn't seem like it was a fight between us two. It was a fight between you two guys. And like, all right, well, then we know how to settle that. And they end up zapping each other and turning themselves into action figures of their own. Batman and Superman get back to the real world. And, and the the Crypto and, and Bathound, or Ace the Bathound, chew up the figures at the end. It was a lot of fun. It was really funny at some parts, especially the part with the anti-Boy Scout thing. It almost um, reminds you of a classic Mr. P- Mizzle picture. Yeah, this was perfect. Like they nailed the they nailed the character uh, characterization of the of the two imps. So uh, that's why it's my pick of the week. And it it didn't hinge on anything else. It was its own self contained thing. So I didn't have to worry about Batman who laughs or or Superman talking about his secret identity. Being I was going to say, did they talk about Clark Kent being Superman? No, they didn't. So that alone, that alone was probably the reason. Why. On the black label. Uh, no, no, no. I got Justice League annual as well. This is okay. Oh, there was an annual this week. I seen Justice League on my list. I didn't know why. Um, yeah. Uh, someone uh, booby traps the the Hall of Justice, and they all have to f- have to figure out who who done it. It's a big who done it thing. Was it Wally West? No, tell it, me it was Wally West. It was. You'd never guess who it was, but it was the Eradicator's head. And they have to use teamwork to defeat him because he wasn't able to make a contingency plan for them working as a team because the Eradicator doesn't know how to work at the team and that's that's the, the big lesson at the end. It was okay. Uh, that's, yeah, owned a black label. John Constantine Hellblazer, number 10. John has a bad dream. And what pretty much happened is in this dream he sees everyone that he is close to die. And they really are being killed because they're getting pulled by is it an evil did you read this i did not get okay to this. so it's heavily implied that this man who john sold his soul to is actually john constantine as an old man and he's like that's you know he said i am a, i am you but i'm not you um but basically at the end of it he puts everyone back into place but with the knowledge of they died and pretty much left the note for each one of them saying I can kill you at any time. Blame John Constantine, and they all wake up, wake him up with text messages that are basically saying, "What the fuck did you do this time, John?" So he sold his soul to himself. That's what he thinks. Okay. 
But it was all right. I mean, right along the lines of, of the, the, the Constantine book, yeah. stuff. What are you looking at me for? Waiting for somebody to go. Go ahead. You have it. Batman. I only did ha- a half of it. Three oh. Jokers. Book number two. Right. Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok. Are, are you okay? There's only two Jokers. There's only one. two Jokers. Okay. Yeah. Can so, they call the book three Jokers when there's... Well, in the book, there's never three Jokers. So he's he's starting... Happy? Does that make you happy that there's not three Jokers in the book called Three Jokers? That wasn't my issue, because clearly you weren't listening to anything that I, I never said. Do, I do never listen to what you say for a very important I, reason. Well, when whatever. I do, I buy things like this. <laughs> no, you saw it, and it said penis, and you're like, I have to have that. Well, no, you said, oh, it's a really cool concept, what they're doing with that book. I said, all right, I'll pick it up then. This was excellent. Um, so... Pretty much, it's the fallout from the first book, uh, where uh, back Batgirl's back like, going to write out Jason. Like, you need to get Jason. You know, he's not like me. And, she, and Batman's like, always thought, you know, if he could be like you. Well, he's actually abducted by the two Jokers that are so left. So who who are the two that are left? One's the the criminal. One's the who's, clown and the clown. criminal. The clown. Mm-hmm. So the clown's the one that's having the delusions of the family. Thing. Yes, yeah. and the criminal we do find out in this one is the original one. So this is this is almost like the beginning's almost a repeat of the last issue of Ice Cream Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got those vibes, kind of too, with the hostage family. Um, but they, again, it's you assume that they kill Red Hood again, but they the one said, you know, I, I'm kind of rooting for you to become the next Joker because the true Joker will be the one that has the most hatred for Batman. Um, so I don't know if that's going to pay off later, but man, this was good. Yeah, I liked it. This this one was, I think this one was a little better than I liked, the uh, first I liked one. how when uh, they and get... at the very end, they are going to be getting a confession from a certain Joe Chill on why he killed batman's parents okay this was this was also explored in a novel called seduction of evil um which they did do a comic adaption of it and it they did this whole thing of why they were getting killed and it was martha was actually kind of a detective and investigating somebody and that's what you know that's how that one kind of went through that book was awesome um i really liked how uh once jason's kind of brought back to i guess barbara's apartment uh, he sees how she dealt with how the Joker fucked her up when he when he shot her in Killing Joke, and how she went through extensive therapy and had you know help from her fan her dad I guess, um, and realized that like th- this could have been him the same way that Barbara was talking to Bruce in the beginning about how Bruce thought he could be like her, but he didn't have that sort of support group because they thought he was dead. Right. Um, and that she may still struggle with chronic pain. And then they kiss. Now. Yeah, but I don't think there was anything. Which they, which they both knew it was kind it was, of a caught in the yeah. moment kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, it seems like Batman's figuring it out a little bit at the end. Um, we got one more, right? Yep. Yep. Like I said, I, I uh, the other week I, I kind of think maybe this might have been a better idea for Detective 26. 1027 and just do the whole thing in one big issue. Oh, this is my pick of the week. Absolutely love this book. Okay. On Indy? We're on the Independence? On Indy. That Texas Blood. Get a little bit more. Number four. So, this guy's girlfriend, after he told her not to come down to Texas... Has decided to go find him in Texas. And she stands out like a sore thumb. When oh, she gets absolutely. Because um, she uh, she pays a premium to get a nice car, and he offers her kind of this regular car, and she's like, no, 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 I, I want that real fancy one that it, it looks like it's almost an electric car or whatever, like, uh, which is going to stand out like a sore thumb in, in th- this rural part of Texas. Right. Uh, we get a little interaction with the sheriff again. 
I'm not. I don't know if I, uh, I like his character. Uh, apparently, apparently the the got the rancher from the last one that's running drugs was at a bar or maybe not. We don't know if this bartender's not. Yeah, I need. I the first one got me, and they haven't even touched on the guy fucking that murdering his, his back, wife and wife and yeah, blowing his brains out. But the guy falls off the. Off the wagon. You had to fuck with my mic, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't even touch that. What did you do to this, Josh? I literally bent it the other way so it wasn't in front of the mic. <laughs> I didn't touch that little knobby thing at all. <laughs> you've, got, you've got to tighten it over there. I feel like someone else may have sabotaged it. I didn't touch any of those knobbies. I think you broke it, Josh. It's just funny. It just looks like it just looks like a real limp dick. You're a limp dick. <laughs> you go to put it up and then I need we need sound effects. <laughs> You're gonna have to twist your mic back up. <laughs> Fuck it. That Texas blood. The, the brother falls off the wagon. Yeah, because he goes. Now back to he's the, projecting. He goes back to the house, and. uh and it's not it's not the fact that it was it was ransacked or like robbed or it was I guess. just it was just the fact that there was nothing memories. there was no sound at all right and they're all all he sees all, all the these memories of, of him stuff. living there and growing up with his family right. and his brother so he's like I need a drink and I guess he's been sober for a while now and he ends up going to a not bar anymore and is am I wrong the the guy that one of the guys from the ranch is in the background while he's drinking sure you know. yeah yeah I mean. Aside from the brother and the and the sheriff, I don't recognize any of the characters from issue to issue. So, uh, this isn't listed as many, but Jesus Christ, I hope something soon happens in this to keep my interest. Yeah, yeah, because it didn't even leave you on a good cliffhanger. <sighs> yeah, I didn't even feel like, oh no, he's back on, he's drinking again. I didn't even know that he was. Yeah, like sober. They, like they didn't leave it. Like maybe if he like had an AA trip or something, or like a little yeah nod to this. Uh, no, no, there were no big revelations in this one, aside from just the girlfriend's going to show up and probably cause cause issues. So, from Ardvark Vanheim, their gray label, Batvark, penis. Yep. <laughs> I cannot believe that you let him talk you into buying this. I did. He just. I thought it was a funny cover. And I was just going to buy it for the cover. The con- it is a funny cover. It's a, the cover's then, funny. Then the goes, concept's funny. He goes, oh, I read, read what that's going to be. It's actually going to be a pretty good read. I all don't right. think I ever said those like, words. All right. I, I don't that. think I ever said those words. I said I probably, probably said it was an uh, interesting concept. It wasn't an interesting concept. Because he takes, he takes Michelangelo's David... And he has that as the penis because now it's art. <laughs> but that's just for the first. You two are pages. a horrible, horrible person. But that's for just for the first two pages, and then it gets into Harry Potter and some other shit, and it was awful. I I made about halfway through. You didn't even read it, did you? I read some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you. This is hands down the worst thing I've read in my entire life. And I read over a hundred issues. Well, probably over two hundred issues of Dan Slott writing Spider-Man. So is that now the front runner for this year's award? Well, I don't think it has a chance because I'm the only one that really read it. But is it worse than Spider-Man? Yes. All right. Do you know what makes it even be- even worse? It's sideways. Which is why I had trouble reading it. I couldn't do it. Everything's, and do you know what? It's a sideways book. 
Wh- which ones? Where should you start? And how should you read? Because there's no order. Sometimes that page is the first page. Sometimes this page is. Sometimes you're supposed to read left to right. Sometimes up, down, through the columns. That's how the last service book was. <laughs> That's why I didn't pick any other side. It, it hands down. Like, if I ever see this sim, mainly because of the name, and door, I'm going to kick them both in the fucking I think it's dick. Dory. I'm going to knock the little accent off them, then he'll just, we'll be door, because I'm going to kick him right in his fucking taint for putting out such a fucking terrible book. And it talks about how these artificial penises that you can get installed, are like PCs, they have a 14-day return policy. And I think it talks... This book should have a 14-day return policy. And I think policy. that's why it's the first thing that's in there, is because you're thinking to yourself, well, fuck, I hope this book has a 14-day return policy, too. All right, uh, Ludocrats, number five. Oh, I forgot that came out too. I really enjoyed this. Did you read this? This was excellent. I, I love I re- this. A lot. Like this was good. It was. It everyone kind of stayed in character. It's it's Otto is giving his his uh, his defense on why he shouldn't be put to death, um, and we get a bunch of like witness testimony, including one of the creators shows up. Um, and then even Otto thinks that he is guilty. Yeah, he basically says, uh, "Well, uh, the this the steam judge says he's not guilty, or that he's being sentenced to freedom." Uh, I forget what the reason was or whatever, but uh, because it was actually his girlfriend in disguise. Well, we knew it was yeah. her, but it, it basically everyone was had double crossed him in the last book, and this was everyone kind of giving him his. Because they knew that he shit. wouldn't be able to keep up with the yeah, that's right. Illusion. He wouldn't be able he wouldn't be able to have any sort of deceit when sneaking in. Uh, but his brother ends up trying to make a daring escape, and when he finally catches up with him, he's punching him in the face, and he's like, "You need to explain to me why you did this." And he's like, "Look, going back to being normal would be the actual most ludicrous thing." Yeah, like, when shit, we have infinite right. possibilities and and perfect ultimate freedom, going to gray homogeneous nothingness would be the most ludicrous thing. And he's like, "Oh, that makes total sense. Hit the button." So they hit the button, it goes to white and then gray. And then to we like get this, the most indie indie comic. Then we get ever. this weird, depressing fucking <laughs> like six page story about this guy. But isn't it like the like what indie comics were in the nineties? Like Yeah, a little bit. And then uh <laughs> he just breaks through the frame of the comic, yells He's boring, like, boring, and then charges through like the credits of the book. Even like the the solicitations for other books from uh from Image. Um, to the point where they're just like, uh, you know, ludocracy cannot be contained. I think this is, is this the yeah, this was the this last, last one. one. Yep. That was, I, it was great. I really liked it a lot. Um, this was certainly a fun miniseries. I don't want to see any more of it though. I thought this was perfectly no, it, contained. They don't you don't need to stretch it out any more than this. So, yeah, Department of Truth by James Tynan, and so uh, who was the artist? Martin Simmons. Um, pretty much a X Files take. I enjoyed with a this. New, yeah, I liked it too. With um, with a new um, kind of spin on it with conspiracy. Like there's a department of truth for conspiracy theories. And apparently, it's head up by uh, well, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, that's the big reveal at the end. Was uh, it? Was it though? I didn't really feel like it was a big reveal. Like, like when he's like, "Hey, yeah. I'm Lee Harvey Oswald." I was like. Well, all right, who gives a shit? <laughs> but I like the way when he was in the in the in the bench talking. He's like, "It's funny. He's funny. He's saying funny things." And but the the part I really so, enjoyed. That's what you always say, and you're not funny. The part I really liked is when did, did the you, guy. Did you is know? Going, our, did you know our main character was gay and had a husband? Because they had to shoehorn it in there about three times. Really? Like three times. I'm like, yeah, I, I got it. Was, that. Like. Even if it would have said, like, I have a wife, where he's just, like, randomly, oh, my husband wouldn't like this. Like, if you blurted out, my wife wouldn't like this, it would have just been, like, so you have a wife? Okay, that doesn't change anything. Um, But when, when the guy's in the car in the beginning with the girl, and he's like, I think I'm going to throw up, she goes, don't make a mess in this car. I like this car. I didn't like the last one I had. This one I like. 
And it's like, I could totally relate because my last government car was horrible. <laughs> it's the an premise old of the fucking book, though, is that solipsism is a thing where basically if you believe, if enough people believe, or if you believe in something enough that it, it right. basically becomes the truth. So right. they're trying to stop conspiracy theories from becoming reality. Well, he, he writes for like, papers and, and a researcher on conspiracy theories and how they start yeah, right like that's why that's why they sort of thing. yeah and he ends that's up why going they pick to him. the great ice wall if the world was flat or the earth well was he goes flat. to a flat earth conference right and and he meets all, a group of people all, that says hey we got something to show you so if you actually read the the solicitation for this as well the theory behind the whole point behind this book is all the conspiracy theories are true so right. we do live on a flat earth, even though, you know, they basically take the argument of flat earthers and are just basically like, but this is all true. See, and that's the part like I read that in the description and I'm like, but I didn't get that when I read the book. It was sort of like they were just making this look like, you know, their truth was right. And he's, you know, that's why they pulled him out of it and stuff. So, I mean. Did you get it that the earth is flat when he got to the edge? Because well, I, mean, I because he said he, it, he it, says something about it. This, it's a, it's a light book, trick. All conspiracy theories could be true if enough, if enough people, people believed, believed them. them. So yeah. in this book, the earth is both flat and it's not flat. And the, and the, the end of that when they kind of rescue him from the great ice wall is when the, the female agent shows up and kills all the like Bilderberg yeah. guys or the flat earther you, people. You with us? No. Yeah. The only the only thing that stood out that didn't tie into the conspiracies was the woman with the X's for eyes that I'm sure is going to be a recurring character. Right. Right. Um, so how they're going to do? Um, didn't, how, didn't they do something like this though with one of the supernatural episodes where they were trying to figure out what the monster was, but it was a created monster by an urban legend, and enough people believed it that yeah, they did. Real. Yeah. I mean, it's even a thing in D and D. There's a race right. of fish people called the Kuatoa that. If you convince them that something is a god, it will become a god. And like you, there'll be walking lighthouses that they think is this giant one-eyed god, and the lighthouse will get up and then just fucking fuck up a coastal town. I blame Paul for me not liking this. <laughs> is it is it because he gave you the oh, because book? No, because fucking Tuesday, he, he all but fucking jerked me off about this book and how good it was. So I'm like, this is literally the second book I read this week. I went three jokers, and I'm like, okay, I need to read this Department of Truth. Oh, this is Tynan's best work. I finished this. I'm like, I didn't enjoy that. It has potential. It does. This one didn't. This didn't knock my socks. I'll off. I'll have to read it again. Like, kind of go. It in. would never probably be my pick of the week. Like I might have to clear slate this. But again. I like the concept. I like the artwork too. I mean, it fit the, the I, kind of tone of the book. Um, I love it. Yeah, everything to the the Bilderberger guys turning into like monsters in the yeah. guy's glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I'm big X Files fan, so this is really super in my wheelhouse. So yeah, it, it is him, my pick. And of it the made week. him a bunch of money. So yeah. it's his pick of the week. Actually, uh, we did better on Strange Academy and Spawn this week. Spawn was our kick-ass seller this week. Yeah, but no one's gonna read a Spawn book, right? Yeah, they might <laughs> just be buying Spawn. But uh, no, this. Uh, so the so what they're gonna do on this is they're gonna have a six issue arc with this team. And then they're going to have a guest artist for an issue or two to do one conspiracy. And then they'll go back to their six issue thing. I think each issue is supposed to have a different conspiracy theory. Like if they do that with like very, you know, consistent files stuff, I'd be okay with it. And that's what I think this is. So I think this is going to be the second issue is also fucking great. Um, So, yeah, I I have a lot of high hopes for this series. I'm not taking your word for it. (laughs) I, I don't care. You like three jokers. Oh, so, it's only so, two. So does the rest of the that fucking sounds like a challenge there, Jim. World. Yeah. It made yeah. Ma- they also they also like Bendis. It made mainstream media fucking Josh, sites, as Mario would say. Here we go. <laughs> Look, he's seething. I'm I'm good. Always. On. Mercy number six. Yes. We're 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 ending. This is it. Or are we? Yes. We will not have Mercy anymore. Did she change her name or something? It the No, night, actually uh, she dead. She oh. she dead. At the end of this. This seemed fucking so rushed. 
uh, everything kind of wraps up and but, uh, we get into a thing and did, yeah especially with like the last issue like i didn't read this one but oh this it this uh, so this... mercy feels remorse her her human side of it and um she the the she's create i think this started in the last issue right where they they were going to have the portal to go back and she's supposed to go back with her handler guy yeah so and they, they're uh, both supposed to leave and they're so gonna leave the little girl in this one here she gets everything all set up for him so it starts with the other one of these creatures is about to throw the carriage with but that was at the end the bounty hunters because she right at the end of the last one wasn't no, that the bounty hunter chick no no this is another one of these alien things that's about to throw the carriage with uh the mine owner's kid and yeah. uh, the little girl, Rory, over the thing. She does. She only saves the guy from the carriage, but apparently Rory also survived. Like, the art was super confusing in those pages. Because, like, the, you see the carriage hit, but you don't see Rory ever pulled out. Right. But then you, get, you skip ahead a year and they're going back because a deal was made with the mine to uh, let them go through it. Oh, that's yeah, because you don't see it because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you don't see Rory getting pulled out. And then they because they they yeah. move, they do a flash forward. And know. then they get back and she's talking to the mine, the the mine owner. She's like, will you take care of Rory? I can't take her with me. And then her handlers like. I'm going to betray you in the mine because you were going to betray me and bring that kid with. And she's like, no, I wasn't going to bring the kid with. And it. Inf- well, I thought it's because he wanted to stay here. She wants to go. No, back. she wants. He wants to use it as a portal back and forth. Right. And then he's like, you, I screwed you over first. And he possesses the daughter. But the memories of the daughter, she's able to pull it back and she sacrifices herself. And then it skips to like 18 years later. And now Rory is the Lady Helene, and she's going back. Well, because Mercy closes it, closes the portal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we end. She with, goes back. And she's like, "Oh, maybe her. I can do good with this parasite because it, it's it hasn't almost been like, active. It's, it's been almost dormant, like right? It, it kind of reminds me of kind of the uh, Venom symbiote, where it can be a co, kind of a co relationship." Yeah. And then we get her know, at the end, the end going back to the town. And then that's so that's it for Mercy, because next year will be Merciless. Merciless. I, I don't know. I, I really had high hopes for the series, but it's just kind of like. I mean, it ended OK for what it was, but and, just like super rushed. And I, I don't know. I'll probably pick up Merciless just because I've been picking up all of her stuff, but. Wasn't wasn't impressed with that. All right. Anything else besides our AWA books? The Boys, Dear Becky, number five. Um, we're starting to see why Billy started keeping the journal and why he sent it to Huey. Um, he wrote this stuff down in the journal because the journal is basically comprising his feelings for the loss of Rebecca. And he knows if he keeps a hold of those, he can't do what he has to do to destroy all the soups, which is all he's really concerned about. And I guess he sent it to Huey. I, for what reason, I don't know, but it's a great book. I mean, it's, it's a boy's book. It's a Garth Ennis book. You know, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I think I'm the only one reading that, aren't I? Yes. Uh, Josh, you got anything else? Or are you done? No, I'm done. All right. Um, all right. So I guess we're finishing up with AWA. Uh, the Resistance, number six of six. This was a pretty good wrap-up for for this series. We, yeah, we find out now our take on this one was more the government that's trying to stop the resistance or so the government knows this is going on and now they kind of have a figure it's between 15 and 20 million people that uh have these powers whether they're uh dormant or they're being actively used but they're all led by our main character from the first issue 
and uh, she's doing this all for her sister. She thought she was going to have healing powers, but she can kind of project herself on other... She's sort of the yep. Professor X. Kind yeah. of. So uh, they're thinking about, okay, how do we can we take them down? And if we do take them down, is that going to bring the virus back? So they have one sample of the virus that's a single cell, and that's their canary in the mine shaft. Right. Well, at the end, she's trying to get the resistance started. They find out where she's at. They end up killing her. She gives her final message for everyone to resist. And we see that the thing is not, the virus is now expanding and exponentially. So that sets us up into our miniseries. Right. Is that, that's, that, that's yeah, the fight end. the powers. No, wait. Was that the, no, volume two is going to be. We have a mini series. Yeah, we we, get we, we have the moths. Is moths next? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, this was this was a great this series. Was excellent. And our other series from AWA ending this week, Year Zero Five, five of, of Five, which obviously is getting a volume two because again, nothing was solved in this. Not there, at all. Although no. I think we had a few. It seems like things moved a little bit on this one, a little bit more, well, but yeah, nothing. The, the samurai. He killed uh, he the guy killed, that took the hit out on his woman. And he said, you know, he's going to live the life of her own and has to stay on the go. Right. Um, the the guy that got catfished, he's end up locked in his bunker with the, the annoying nerd. Um, Literally watching Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, Eugene. Um, Eugene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the kid in Mexico uh, unleashes the horde on the people that killed his parents. Yep, um, and then the the nuns. Well, the 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 Arab ladies. Yeah, that they, they are captured and they're preparing a feast, and we find. I'm thinking what the end is is this is actually the cave where Jesus was right buried and then resurrected. I think that's so I, what they're trying to imply. Right. Well, that, yeah. Which would make sense of it being called then Year Zero, because obviously. Jesus being the restart of the calendar or a roundabouts way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All in all, it was uh, a decent zombie series. I enjoyed it. It's the I know you guys had some problems with it. Well, it's the storytelling of, you know, we get a couple pages, we get a couple pages, we get a couple pages of all these different ones. And sometimes it didn't seem like in they all were act, in going all actuality, What they could have done is taking each of those characters because if there was five issues there's what five stories they could have done the origin of it they could have done the samurai story the, the kids story. this makes me excited for a part two where you know we can see kind of how they're going to live live before. after this um but yeah it was all right N nothing spectacular right okay that's it for books this week and um next beat. week we have batman 100 to talk about the end of the Joker War. All right. On to Meteor. Uh, ACDC announced a new, yeah. new their new the, song's the, pretty solid and that they will be touring in 2021. And uh, pretty much everybody's back. Brian yep. Johnson's back. And uh, they got uh, one of the other, that's uh, a nephew. Yeah. I was going to say, really, is, uh, who's left? No, they got, uh, um, they got, um, is it Phil Rudd, the drummer? Yep. They got, he's back. Angus is back. Angus, Brian, Brian Johnson. And then the nephew. The of, bass player and then the nephew. Uh, so it is, And he was filling in for, for them. Yeah, to, to replace Malcolm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he was even helping out while Malcolm was still yeah. alive but couldn't really play everything. Uh, yeah, new, new song sounds, I mean, it sounds like, like ACDC. AC yeah, that's what they do. Which, do you know what? Metallica couldn't figure it out, so. No. That's re really all I have for Meteor. I mean, it's been three days. <laughs> yeah. Anything there, Dave? Uh, he Dead is uh, Mac Davis and Helen Reddy. Um, both uh, passed away. So. Um, was it Tuesday that that Argentinian cartoonist uh, Kino passed away? Or no, that was Wednesday, so that oh, happened too. He's the guy that made um, Mafalda, that comic strip. 
I don't know that a lot of people have seen it, but it's like legendary in South America. So, okay. Yep. All righty. Okay. Well, thanks for making it this far into the podcast. I am the maestro. Um, the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. I'm just Josh. Nugs. Joshy Nugs. Joshy Nugs. Joshy Nugs. Be good to each other. <laughs>